Good morning in the holiday spirit, 716, 16 minutes after 7 o'clock. Michael, Ted, and we're joined by the famous one of the three, Gene Valentino. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> the Velvet oh, Hammer. Oh, Teddy, the, <laughs> the Velvet Hammer here. Why use a, why use a chainsaw when the, ha- when the feather works just right? Exactly, exactly. Well, the studio crowd is happy that you're back. They always love to hear you on Friday. Now, I sent you a text, and as usual, you never answer me back, so I don't know really what you want to talk about. Well, I was preparing for the uh, the daybreak show with Ted and Michael, and so you'll forgive me for missing <laughs> missing the uh, the text. But I, I will say one thing: uh, I'll get that plane and fly over to Biloxi or Hattiesburg, wherever you are, and see you. You um, do me a favor and uh, have that gentleman named Brett Favre uh, throw me a down and out pass about thirty forty yards out and. I want to share that photo with my grandkids. Well, let's just let's just see, Brett. Would you like to do that? Uh, would you like? Not this early in the morning. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor to be to talk to you, Brett. I've watched many of your games, and boy, I tell you, what a career! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He had a great career, and and a good guy on top of that. And you know what we say, don't we, Ted? Not many of us around. That's right. Not many of us left. Yeah. So, Gino, all right, so a lot going on this week. You know, I'll tell you, it's been a busy week uh, as far as politics are concerned. you got all all the, 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 the nonsense going on in Washington. The Democrats are fighting amongst themselves now. They can't get uh, even all of their senators together on some of this stuff like the Build Back Better and all that craziness. Now, what's on your mind? What are you thinking? I had some good news when I turned on the news this morning and saw – that uh, Mr. Biden, uh, Camel Harris, uh, are prepared to run again uh, in 2024. I couldn't be happier because what they have done is put things, they've handed it over. Talk about a lob pass over the touchdown line. You, that, that, that you couldn't ask for a better slam dunk for the in, incoming uh, Republican team. Uh, that needs to, uh, the, my only, my only fear is that we get things turned around in 2022 on this, as you mentioned earlier, this upcoming election and that we get enough, uh, Republicans back into Congress to stop this, um, this reckless, reckless behavior. You know, well, I was just watching, I was just watching, um, yesterday how the president in one breath, uh, has the Medal of Honor for three uh, military heroes uh, coming out of Afghanistan. But in the same sentence, you've got 103 soldiers removed from service by the president for not getting the vaccine. Uh, I I don't know where to, I, I just don't know what to make of this. What do you think? Well, what I think is, is that it's a big mistake to to try to force the military into getting vaccines that they don't want. Uh, although, I will say this. Now, Ted and I have both been in the military, and anybody who's been in the military will remember that they didn't ask you. They said, take your shirt off and stand in line. And they gave us shots, and they didn't tell us what they were. Nobody told me what they were giving. I have no idea what they gave me. They shot me in both arms when I was in basic training. So I think that story is 
is not, you know, when you join the military, you are under a different sort of uh, set of laws, the code of military justice. So it's a, it's a little different picture. I don't think I would have forced it on people. I don't think Donald Trump would have forced it on people. But, you know, here we are with a socialist form of government up there in Washington right now that that absolutely wants to basically push it on people because they think that the people they're pushing it on were Donald Trump fans, when in fact that's probably not so much true. And all you have to do is look at the African-American community in this country, they overwhelmingly have said no to a lot of the vaccine. I mean, you have seen a lot of that in the in the black community. So a lot of those people were not Donald Trump supporters. Yeah, I see a major transition in that sector alone. You know, there's so unlike the polio vaccine uh, going back 50, 60, 70 years uh, where there was a proven track record and we see the results of this. The issue today is that, you know, this Omicron is allegedly 70 times more likely to get it, to catch it, but it comes on you and symptoms and the uh, effect is more like the flu. Uh, well, uh, that's where the president is predicting 15,000 more deaths per week for the next two or three weeks. Well, let me throw this out. If he's wrong, and that's just another one of his volleys of fear, they have no solution, so they uh, stick you with more fear. If, if um, in fact, these uh, predictions are wrong, would he? Would anybody have the intestinal fortitude to impeach him or mandate that he resign? I don't know. What do you do? You can't keep scaring the tar out of the American citizen with um in, in, in impotent information that proves not to be true while in the same breath president z uh, premier Xi, chairman z from um china and putin are um conspiring uh to change the world order and you know you put those two countries together and you do have a pretty significant force in the world no question about it i mean china is building their military up they've got they've got a huge military uh, Russia, of course, not in, in as good a shape as they have been in the past, but still a force to be reckoned with. So you're yeah. right. That's, uh, that's something we need to concern ourselves with. And, of course, you know, the president is in the tank for China. We all know that. You, all you have to do is look at Hunter Biden, look at his past, and see what he's done, and you know that he's in the tank for China. Yeah, yeah. And we, unfortunately, we have, uh, a lot of people in our in our in our Congress and our Senate are in the tank for China as well. And one of them, and we can't look. We have to be honest when we talk about this. Mitch McConnell is is cued in with the Chinese in a big way. Remember, his wife's father is it is a is a one of the biggest uh, shipping companies out of China that operates back and forth to the United States. So Mitch McConnell himself, the Republican leader of the of the Senate, the majority leader, is involved with China in an indirect way, but still it affects his income, right? You know, at the local level, you, um, you as a supervisor, me as a county commissioner over here in, in Florida, we, we live by a certain set of rules in terms of our governance, one of which over here was called the Sunshine Law, which means I couldn't um, collude with four other commissioners to decide how we're going to vote at Thursday night's meeting. 
and uh, you certainly had some ethical rules you abided by under Mississippi law as well. Yes. The point I'm making is, why are they immune from the same? You just mentioned Mitch McConnell. How about the rest of the clan that came into these congressional jobs and Senate jobs with a modest income and retire a decade later with 10, 20, 30 million dollars in their back pocket? Yeah, come on. If I do the yeah. math, the job didn't pay that well. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I mean, let's be honest here. There are people that go to Washington, D.C., and they use their position to make money. And of course, that's just wrong. They ought to be up there, and that's why we should have term limits, to be honest with you. We should not only term to... limits. Go ahead. Yes, Michael. Not only term limits, but I've been, you've heard me talk about the 28th Amendment I propose. How about a 29th Amendment? Any uh, 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 10 years minimum incarceration for any uh, evidence leading to prosecution and um, a conviction for uh, uh, conflicts of interest in your elected duty with financial investment or interest in foreign countries. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? However, I don't see that happening anytime soon because all of these people yeah. are in on the same game. To, uh, look, they are in on the same game. Republicans, Democrats, they get up there, they stay there long enough, they get in positions of leadership, and guess what? They take the money, and they forget about us, the folks that are paying the bills. So Hunter Biden gets a pass, his daddy gets a pass, and they have colluded with the very two individuals in Russia and China that are trying to change the world order and push us into a state of socialism, which we seem to think is okay. What's wrong even with the liberals for not realizing that the people who are their leaders are affecting the very nature of our democracy and denying them their right in the future to be able to enjoy the liberties and freedoms that they have now. Well, they so always put up missing? a yeah. They always put up a solid front, Gene. You know that because they don't want to lose power, so they don't they don't make comments about another Democrat and what what may or may not be a suspicious situation. All you have to do is look at uh, at Adam Schiff. And he slept with a known spy from China, and yet he is on the Intelligence Committee and other committees. He should be stripped of his power, and they should they should remove him from Congress because of that. But yes, nobody's going to do it. Yes, indeed. That issue in particular ties in exactly to my tongue-in-cheek comment about an amendment um, to stave off this issue of conflict of interest. If we're doing it and abiding by the law locally, why won't our federal legislative body do the same? Because there's nobody policing them. That's the problem. Well, that's true, and so is the prosecutorial system. The problem is the poison is now leaked over into the Department of Justice, and you have prosec uh, um, selective prosecution going on nationwide. Let's uh, call it what it is, Gene. Uh, it's political prosecution. That Well, yeah, and retribution towards those who supported Donald Trump. We always in this country, we have always sort of, look, I worked with the FBI when I was in law enforcement. I'm talking about some great guys. I can think of one in particular that was just a great American. These people at the FBI, some of the best folks you ever work with, the Secret Service as well. You can look at the U.S. Marshals. I have friends that are U.S. Marshals to this day. Fantastic, hardworking, honest, law-abiding people that are that are all about taking care of crime and corruption. But it's at the top. It's the people at the top that are running these organizations that have all 
slipped into the swamp in Washington, D.C., and they just do whatever it takes for them to continue to have power and make money, and they take care of each other, and that's the way the swamp works. That's what Donald Trump was trying to fix, but let me tell you something. It was much bigger than we all realized, and it was much deeper than we all realized. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you and uh, this guy you're talking to, Gene Valentino, throw our hat in the ring for president and vice president, and we'll get into the swamp. I mean, no sense whining about it anymore. Why don't we kick some ass, take some numbers, and make put our line in the sand saying that all these things we've been yakking about are things we want to execute on. And the only reason we'll back out of the race is if our good buddy Donald Trump steps up finally once and for all and goes for it again. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we need to. I think Michael Pohl for president and Gene Valentino would be honored to be your VP. Yeah, right. And we go in there and kick some butt because I don't see. Uh, I mean, it's a joke, of course, but why not? I mean, do you really? Hey, Michael, I yes, know sir. for sh- one thing for sure. You and I'll do a much better job than what's in there. Now. Well, there's no question about it. You could you could literally go to any business club meeting anywhere in the country and pull two people out of there, and they would do a better job than what's going on. I used to be against term limits, Gene. I I really was. When I was younger, I thought, that's dumb because we can vote for these people. But, But let me tell you something. The odds and the chips are stacked in their favor every election. It's difficult to get these people out of there. They become more and more... Uh, what's the word? You know, they don't hear us. They, they become deaf to what's going on in the country. And I believe the only way to cure that is let senators serve maybe two terms and maybe let congressmen serve four terms or something like that. I mean, it's just gotta be, it's just gotta be that way. We gotta do that at some point in time. Agree completely with the concept of term limits. The velvet hammer has spoken. (laughs) All right. Gino Valentino, my friend Gene has a website. It's uh, GeneValentino.com. Now, he also keeps on his website all of the uh, segments that we do together. And we've been doing this now for a little over a year. So we got quite a few there if you'd like to listen back to some of the other ones. But you can also find out some interesting things about my friend Gene Valentino. Good guy. Good, solid American. We appreciate you. And we won't be here next week. So I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas this week. I wish you a Merry Christmas to Ted, you too, Brett. Happy Holidays. Seasons greetings, you know, it's um, still America. This is still America's best kept secret. We have a democracy that is not likely to fall. It's just too strong. Thank you, Gene. Gene and uh, Michael, one thing as we start the campaign rolling here, we got no problems with background checks, do we? No, 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 I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, guys. I do smoke cigars. Don't hold that against me.